Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Moving into your dorm room marks a huge transition into living on your own, but most students have tiny budgets to commemorate such a big change. But no matter what your budget is, there are steps that you can take to simplify the move-in day. You'll still end the day sweaty and exhausted, but you'll have the things that you need to start your semester out right, though. <laughs> so today's show, we talk about how to prepare and make dorm room move-in day easy. First, figure out your move-in budget. So when it comes to moving into your first place, even if it is a dorm room, it's tempting to spend money to make your new room a home. But you'll be moving into a dorm room at the same time that you have other demands for your hard-earned money. And if you're going to school in a different city than where you grew up, you'll probably have some interruption to your income until you find a part-time job at school. So before you shop, go ahead and make a budget. Look at your savings and figure out how much of that money you can put towards your first dorm room. If your parents are willing to help you out, ask them how much they're willing to spend on helping you get settled. Finally, go ahead and dig through your gift cards to see if you have any funds that you can put towards your college costs. Once you see how much you actually have, you can know your budget. You may not be able to afford everything you want, but with a bit of creative thinking, you can likely get your dorm into decent shape. So these are a few steps and tips you can take to keep your move-in costs down. Remember your other startup costs. All right, so your dorm room isn't going to be your only startup cost. You might need to buy a laptop, a bike, textbooks that you can't rent. Once you combine those costs with the cost of outfitting a dorm room, you can easily both blow through a summer's worth of earnings before you've even stepped foot into a classroom. Ugh. Try to account for all of your costs so that you can better allocate money to your dorm room budget. Avoid the haul mentality. What this means is, you know when you shop for a dorm room, it's really easy to want to be in an entire haul of furniture, decor, bedding, and more. Rather than buying your entire dormitory in one go, think about shopping as a way to supplement items that you already have. You might have a newly minted credit card, but you don't want to get caught in credit card debt before you even start college. There's enough debt there already. Instead, raise your credit score by keeping your utilization low and paying off your credit card on time and in full each month. And in full, the key words there. And in full each month. Reuse items you already have. That's another step you can take. It's common for college students to want to buy new towels, bedding, trash cans, lamps, and decor. But a hunt through your house, attic, basement, all those things, may reveal that you've got plenty of high-quality items that you can bring to school. That's what I did, and it was huge. Think secondhand first. All right, so furniture, mirrors, kitchen items, including microwaves and mini fridges, and many other move-in items, tend to be easy to find on Facebook Marketplace, garage sales, or in thrift stores. Do your best to get low-cost used items before you spend your hard-earned cash on new dorm room items. Shop your bedroom for decor. College is a great opportunity for a fresh start, but you probably have a few things in your bedroom already that would make great decor. Bring those twinkle lights, bulletin boards, framed posters, and pictures from your bedroom 
to make your dorm room homey from day one. And then reserve some money for a move-in day trip. You might be tempted to spend your move-in budget on new furniture from Ikea, organization items from Target, and maybe some new wall decor from, I don't know, like Hobby Lobby or something. But hold back at least a few hundred bucks for an inevitable move-in trip to the store. You'll inevitably forget a few items, and it's easier to buy disposable items, paper towels, trash bags, cleaning products, laundry detergent, etc., and a starter set of groceries after you move in. All right, the next big thing we're going to talk about is determine what you actually need. The only thing smaller than your dorm room may be your budget. So before you start buying new stuff for your room, be sure to just figure out what you actually need. That way you can budget your money and your space accordingly. Have a filing folder for your key documents. College is typically the first time when you'll be living on your own. That means taking some responsibility for your own documents. When you're on your own, you need an accordion-style filing folder to keep key documents. This will include health insurance cards, dorm room renter's insurance, your passport, a copy of your birth certificate, maybe a social security card, car-related information if you have a car on campus, any financial documents that you can't easily get online, and financial aid information, just to name a few. If you've got some medical documents that you need to keep, this filing folder is the place to put them. Split the packing list with your roommate. That's a great idea. So whether your roommate is an old friend or just a randomly assigned person, you'll be sharing a living space for at least nine months. You won't want to double up on the items that you pack, so get in touch and discuss move-in day practicalities. If possible, figure out what items you each have available. A futon, a vacuum cleaner, and one microwave are going to be enough for most dorm rooms. You might find that there are other items that you can share throughout the year. Talking through the packing list can help both of you save money. Avoid aspirational packing. You might decide to start practicing guitar, maybe playing some hockey, snowboarding while in college. But in all likelihood, if you gave up a hobby in high school, you're not going to have time to pick it up in college. Avoid overpacking those hobby items, except those that you already use regularly. If you decide to restart archery while at school, you can always figure out a way to get your bow back from home. Even if you leave things at home, you'll be able to try out some new things and save some space too and some money by joining clubs or teams at your school. If you've got some great stuff left at home, consider renting it out to earn extra money. You can rent out everything from high-end purses to sports equipment, so consider whether your unused stuff could actually become your next side hustle. Be judicious about your clothing. Even if you can't get home easily, you're not going to want to bring your entire home wardrobe to school. Trust me. Avoid bringing clothes that just don't fit or those that you don't prefer to wear. Anything with tags still on them. That's a red flag, you know. You may want to go ahead and bring some formal attire or some business attire, especially if you're far from home. But you don't need to bring every single thing you own. Most of the time, you can dress casually on campus, and you want a wardrobe to reflect that. Embrace this minimalist attitude. Dorm rooms are small, and you'll share yours with a roommate. (laughs) While you'll want your room to be homey, not everything from your home will fit in your dorm room. Try to pack only the items that you actually need, you really need, to enjoy your college life, and then just leave everything else behind. Think about the seasons, too. If you live an hour 
or less from campus, consider leaving your cold weather stuff at home. You'll likely move in on one of the hottest days of the year, and cooler weather may be months away. If you can keep bulky sweaters, jackets, boots, and other cold stuff at home, you'll save tons of space in your dorm room closet, and move-in will go a whole lot quicker. If you live far from campus, consider using space-saving bags to reduce the size of your bulky winter gear. Pack like a pro! This is when Tetris really comes in handy. Once you have the items you need, you'll need to figure out how to get everything into your car. But that's not the biggest challenge. Once you arrive at school, you'll need to schlep everything up a few flights of stairs into your new abode. Hopefully not. Maybe you're one of the lucky ones that's on the first floor. I don't know. While getting settled is never easy, there are a few things you can do to ease this pain. Borrow a cart or a dolly. All right, a cart or dolly makes it easy to haul bulky or heavy loads from the car to your residence hall. If your parents don't have one, try to borrow one from friends or a sympathetic boss at your place of business. They'll understand. Make sure furniture is easy to unload. You're going to want to set up large items like a bookshelf, a futon, a desk, or a fridge before you bring the smaller items in. If possible, bring your furniture in one car and your other items separately. Next thing we'll talk about is keep your cleaning products separate from everything else. Cleaning products are the only products that I recommend buying once you actually get to school. But you might decide to eschew that device and take the cleaning products from home. If you do, pack these separately from your other items and ideally carry them in a plastic tub. Chemical spills can leave huge stains. And you don't want to be responsible for a costly carpet stain from a move-in day accident. Pack in clear tubs and laundry baskets. If at all possible, pack your items in clear tubs and laundry baskets. Clear tubs are stackable, and you can see what you have inside of them, which makes move-in a lot easier. Plus, you can use them for storage during the school year. Laundry baskets are designed to be easy to carry, and they're perfect for toting clothes, bedding, towels, pillows, and other lightweight items. Have a few small tools. This is a big deal. Bring a power drill and bits, command hooks, zip ties, scissors, clear packing tape, a rubber mallet, measuring tape, and a pencil to your dorm room. A pencil! I didn't have pencils when I showed up to college. Ugh. You'll definitely need some or all of these as you get your new place ready. All right, last thing we'll talk about today. Prepare your entourage. While preparing your stuff is no small task, preparing your people may be the bigger task. Move-in day is both physically and emotionally draining, but you can prepare for it with just a few tips. Number one, figure out what car will get you to school. Going car-free is a great way to save money, but you'll need some way to get all your stuff to school. Make sure that you've arranged for a car and a driver to help you on move-in day. Number two, recruit some family members to help you move in. It's possible to move in by yourself. Typically, the residential staff will be around to give solo students a hand with getting settled. But the more people you have to help you, the faster you can get your stuff out of the car and into your dorm. Parents, a sibling, and maybe even a friend or two can make moving in much easier. Just leave the dogs and other pets behind. Number three, have snacks and drinks in a cooler. Your move-in crew will work much better if they are fed and watered. Prepare a cooler full of cold drinks and snacks to feed your friends and family. If you have room, you can even keep the cooler in your dorm room. 
so you have a cooler when you want to go tailgating or on camping trips. Number four, explain when your parents should leave. <laughs> Schools typically publish a move-in day schedule, and most include a specific event where parents are welcome. That event typically marks when your parents should say goodbye to you, at least until you come home to visit. If your parents might struggle to let go, let them know that your plan is to say goodbye after that event. Prepare them. Be kind to your parents. And that is our show for today. I hope it was helpful. Lots of practical stuff today. If you want to find out more about college, about paying for college, college loans, and all that kind of stuff, you can dive in really deep into all things college and, of course, all things money-related at thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks so much for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again real soon.